Hello, everyone. This is Pastor Lawrence Taylor speaking from the Kenilworth Baptist Church in Brooklyn, and this is Reflection on the Scripture. Glad that you could join with us today as we explore some more ideas that come from the Word of God. I'd like to share a passage with you from the Psalms. Psalm 68. It reads, beginning at verse 31, envoys will come out of Egypt. Ethiopia will quickly stretch out her hands to God. Verse 32, sing to God, O kingdoms of the earth, sing praises to the Lord. Now, I want you to note, when you study the Bible very carefully, you see the term Ethiopia appear more than a dozen times. And the reason um, why Ethiopia is somewhat prominent is because in antiquity, in the ancient world, um, nations in Africa actually were on the top. They led. The word Europe does not appear in the Old Testament. It does appear in the New Testament, the book of Acts, but it doesn't appear in the Old Testament. Um, so Ethiopia, like Egypt, played a prominent role. But because of the rise of colonialism, imperialism, um, these uh, nations were stripped of their resources. Uh, they were thoroughly degraded. Uh, and as a result, they became dependent nations. And that is true with the entire continent of Africa. That is uh, true with most of Asia and Latin America. Uh, countries that had the, what's, what is termed in political science as the hegemon, those that leading, of course, the Western nations uh, dominated the world. So we looked at Spain, Portugal, uh, the Netherlands, and then uh, later on we have the rise of uh, England and France. Eventually, the United States. The United States is a late player in the game of imperialism. The United States did not really gain colonies uh, until the Spanish-American War when they defeated Spain and they got uh, Guam, uh, Puerto Rico, uh, and Philippines, uh, and Cuba. They acquired those as their colonial possessions. Uh, but um, let's note that there is a phenomenon that's taking place in the world today that is quite different, that is challenging this paradigm. And that is the rise of BRICS. That's B-R-I-C-S. Now, a lot of you uh, may not be familiar with that. 
But BRICS stands for Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa. They wanted to present a challenge, or they actually are presenting a challenge to the old order of things. That old order, of course, is with the Europeans dominating everything. Now these countries have come together and they have formed an alliance, uh, not challenging, of course, the system of capitalism, but they have formed an alliance and they are opening up their doors now to other nations. And believe me, other nations want to become part of BRICS. Um, I just read in the paper, we got 43% of the world's nations are interested in joining. This, no doubt, has caused absolute terror, consternation in the hearts uh, of the old order, those who ran things. Uh, because uh, it means that well, for all intents and purposes, the West will no longer be the only player in the game, and it will not be on the top. This has caused white supremacists to go livid because they can't imagine a world without Western domination. But as you see the conflict that exists between the United States and China, uh, Africa is one example of it because China in is uh, offering uh, African nations a, a different kind of alternative than what the West offers. If you examine the history of the West, if you examine the history, for instance, of the United States in Africa, um, see is that the United States, along with its allies, have been responsible for the overthrow of governments, uh, the um, coercion of, of, of going along with Western policies. And so the United States had that position for ages. And just recently, they attempted to convince African nations to join with them in the war in Ukraine. And you know what? African nations, over 22 of them, refused. And they pointed, they looked at the United States when the United States sent Anthony, Anthony Lincoln of uh, the Africa summit to convince the Africans about fighting this cause for the Ukrainians and joining in. Uh, and they told Anthony Blinken, Thanks, but no thanks. We don't want to be part of it. Well, what does the United States do then? They sent a black woman, Kamala Harris, over to Africa, hoping that this would, that she would have uh, greater influence. Well, they gave her the same message that they gave. But there was another message, and that is that you, the United States, really have no right to be pointing your finger and telling other nations what they should be doing with your history in Africa. It was, after all, uh, the United States that worked along with Belgium and the French to, uh, to overthrow the leadership uh, in the Congo. 
Uh, it was uh, the United States, along with uh, Belgium and France, that was responsible for the assassination of Patrice Lumumba. It was the, uh, the United States that uh, helped in the apartheid system in both South Africa and what was formerly uh, Rhodesia, Zaire now. It was the United States that was involved, kind of. And they were always on the wrong side. It wasn't Russia. It wasn't a former Soviet Union. In fact, let me tell you what the Soviet Union. The Soviet Union armed rebels to fight against uh, the apartheid system. Soviet Union, Cuba, uh, they gave arms. So now the United States is in twitch. They, they have a problem now. They can't reach these African nations. Because the African nation says, we no longer want your domination or your influence. You cannot use your financial institutions like the uh, International Monetary Fund, uh, like the World Bank, to put pressure on us because China and other countries are presenting an alternative. Uh, and this is a frightening thing. So, you know, when you listen to the media, the American media, you, you have to really be Receptive, discerning, discriminatory, and recognize the fact that they are really propagandizing the American public and they are not telling you what's really going on. They're making China look like the enemy. Well, let's see. Does China have the same record in Africa that the United States has? What countries did the United did China? Uh, what governments did China overthrow in Africa? Let's see. Zero. None. Okay. Uh, how about uh, in uh, Latin America? Let me think. None. How about, the, how about in, in the Middle East? The United States set the Middle East on fire with their policies in that, with that war in Iraq. They're killing over a million Iraqis. Does China have that history? No. So, of course, people are now rising up and they're looking for an alternative to the Western powers. In other words, uh, people are going to have to get used to the fact that they're not going to do things the same old way. You know, and I'm reminded of this uh, passage here in Psalm 68, 31, when it says, Envoys will come out of Egypt. Ethiopia will quickly stretch out her hands to God. In other words, you're seeing a different player involved now on the world scene. And that cachet that the United States used to possess, it's losing right now. So Brexit is just one of the many alternatives that will arise that will challenge the Western hegemony. So I just wanted to share those uh, thoughts with you. Uh, I hope they're of some use and uh, see you next time. Hallelujah.